Oh, that funky sound. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that means, Shibley? It means we're back. Yes. Oh, I love it. End of the season funky. <laughs> yeah, it's the last one funky. <laughs> Winning streak funky. God, just <laughs> let's talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for yet another glorious edition of Modern Day Gladiators here on the Outlander Media Network. Oh, my goodness. We're back in the studio. Of course, your humble host, Michael Shibley. Across from me, Mr. Trey Pack, as always. And we've got a special guest in here, so this is going to be fun for me. Uh, Met him, of course, doing comedy. Of course, he is part of the DLC Respawn crew here, also on Outlander Media. Mr. Ryan Shipley. Yes. (laughs) yes, It's Shipley and Shibley, so this is going to be real fun. for Shipples and Shibbles. There's got to be a Shipley Shibley podcast. We we got to. We're doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Shipmates. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Shipmates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. You got you to talk in pirate. Like, like, you could be our pirate. Hell yeah. I'm down, dude. <laughs> Would you be okay with wearing like a patch? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. But dude, I'll wear whatever for money. I don't care. <laughs> that's recorded <laughs> nice. now. That, that explains awesome. a lot. Yeah, this is the wrong podcast. This is not Haffle. Yeah. Right. This, this isn't Haffle. It's been a while. Yeah. But anyway, we, we got to break down again. Tennessee. It, it happened a little little while ago, of course, you right. know, with the holidays and everything. It's fun to coordinate with uh, jobs oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatnot. Oh, yeah. But uh, Tennessee played Indiana in the Gator Bowl, and it was a slog of a start. Oh, man. <laughs> Tennessee dominated the entire first half, but right. just could not get the ball in the end zone. It had been the case all season all long. All year long, yep. yep. Just stagnant, man. Couldn't. I mean, and you said it, moving the ball fine mm-hmm. with Jawan, you know, locked up on the sideline. I mean, that, that's kind of not necessarily what we had hoped for, but maybe what we expected. Um, but, I mean, even going to the second half, I mean, we struggled until the last four minutes and 30 seconds. Indiana huh. got some confidence in the game because they had – their quarterback was able to make some plays. Right. They got that field goal right at the end of the half, and then they got the ball and they marched right down the field right. and scored a touchdown, and it's like, okay. And then it was one of those plays that you scratch your head. Like, we've had a lot of them this season. Oh, yeah. Of course, Rogue 2 being the big one, the quarterback sneak against Alabama. <sighs> but then you had Garantano. You know they're trying to get Jennings the ball, right. and he throws the first pass immediately to Juwan Jennings. Right. And it just it goes right there, and it's a pick six. Of course, and, yeah. yeah. And just tell you, t- man, I watched that play a few times. Man, I didn't get to see the game. I got to see the game live. I was I was at a bar getting ready to do a show. Um, that was one of the the few plays I got to see, like in the moment. Man, he telegraphed that pass so bad. As soon as he let it go, I was like, that's picked, and there he went. I mean, it just. It, we're gonna get into you know how we're looking for next season, all the news that's dropped today. Oh. Um, we'll get into all that here in a second, man. But, man, Garantano, as much as we, we've been up and down about him, man, I just don't think he's the guy moving forward. He's such a streaky yeah. guy yeah, is man. the big thing. When he's on, it's great. I mean, and here's the thing that people talk about all the time, the the you know, the end all be all what makes you what makes you good or great is, is can you win ball games? And that's what yep. Garantano's doing right now. Uh, I mean, he's he's closing them out. He, yeah. he, you know, we're getting those W's. Yeah. Um, we but have the I, third longest streak right now in college yeah, football. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Shipley's fuck. He's on. He's <laughs> on it, buddy. That is that is great. But then, yeah, we come back. We get the touchdown, and I didn't know about. And we'll talk about the stat here at the end after we talk about this. But 
it was amazing. We got the touchdown. We got a little less than five minutes left. And it's like, okay, what did we have? Like three and a half minutes left. Right. I think that touchdown where they went to went to when they went to couch to get mm-hmm. the TD. That was the play that was supposed to be what was run to get the touchdown yeah, against Alabama. Alabama. And, and couch walks in. Dude. Walked in. And moon walks in. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, so we've got three timeouts. Was long, we yeah. stop them, and I think their defense can rise up with the momentum. I mean, right. you've got – it's mostly a Tennessee crowd. Obviously, they, oh, yeah. as you saw, they didn't have they the good – well. Yeah, but they didn't have the sign coordination. That sign was incredible. What were you yeah. they were actually trying to spell? They were trying to say, it was top. trying to be good old Rocky Top. And they had done it several times. To That's what makes me mad about that whole deal. And it's a meme, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's on yeah, the internet. Course. It's all Twitter, whatever. But, man, you know how much I love me some ball Twitter. I've been on there today, buddy, talking that mess. But, huh. um, dude, the, the one time they mess it up, they pan the camera over. Yeah. Like, I like the two so O's ridiculous. that are down here just wandering off. Well, the people that were there have come out and said, they're like, oh, we were, like, getting it ready. We got it straight. Yeah. They just caught us at the worst time. Of course. So, this, man, so you think it's like when they had the Sounds like a conspiracy. Of the guy trying to answer Not the happen. phone, and he's got the whole phone up to his he, ear. He, he was picking it up to see if it was ringing. Yeah. yeah. It's Brian Mowers. It was Mowers. No, it was Trout. So he's picking it up to see if it's ringing, and I was like, Maybe they like, yeah. put a red light or something on it and kneeling. Because, but, well, no, that was at uh, Gainesville. So, right. obviously, it was loud. So, he's making sure it was ringing. And yeah. just, uh, but it's just yeah, wrong place, yeah. wrong time, man. Makes us look like dummies. But, this, you know, ESPN hates us. After oh, that, they totally do. They do. Oh, see? That, see, that's part of it. We're going to have a conspiracy show. ESPN we, we, hates us. We just had an all-hands meeting with everybody. Everybody <laughs> from Outlanders. Just whew, that was interesting. Yeah, role number one. It's like they get hates. sad when you can see, like when Tennessee starts doing well. Like you could tell the announcers just get so depressed. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. So, let alone like the Alabama game, man. So we'll get in again conspiracies, man. We'll get into you know after the Indiana game, but I didn't want to talk about the Alabama officiating. How it's still not nothing's been rectified. Like they nobody has said anything about it. They haven't mentioned anything about that, so that's so, it has not come down from the league office on high or right. whatnot. But then, yeah, after the touchdown, it's like, okay, let's play defense, get the ball back. They do the onside kick, and it, it works. It, man, I've ne- <laughs> not not since the Saints did it against my my Peyton Mannings. I, I don't even it was the, was it the Colts that year? Who was he with? That was Super Bowl forty one. Yeah, the Colts. Yeah. It was hard to watch. That. Yeah, no, that was the. I was like, that's the most beautifully executed onside not kick of all time. Yeah, it was the one after that. I think it was forty. Forty-two. Yeah. Well, the one after forty-one would be forty-two. Yeah. So we can, this, well, no, no, no. I'm trying to see the one. The one the the Colts went back to. I'm just trying to remember which I don't one remember. it was. The one. The, the one won. against the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, forty-one was the one the Bears lost to the Colts and yeah, they got yeah. his title. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, man, that was a great onside kick, and that's the best one I've seen since then, man. Yeah. Since you know years and years and years ago. Well, what was amazing about it was I don't think Tennessee tried an onside kick at all this no, year. We definitely did. But they tried it like nineteen thousand four hundred and thirty-two times last season. I remember Pruitt. They would. They did a bunch of onside kicks, and they tried the same one where they just kind of yeah. The so we called them suicides in high school. Yeah. Um, in high school, we were all meant and ready for uh, bye. Uh, sorry, we're getting keys. Sorry, break, I always break. <laughs> Your K-fape. car's getting keys. I break. K- I always break. Kayfabe. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh Onside yeah, suicides, kicks. man. That's what we because I kicked in high school, believe it or not, which is hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, I man, we called it. That's what you know because you're literally, in theory, that the ball's meant for the kicker. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, our return guys, yep. are, are, you know, those guys are going to be a lot faster. 
um, yeah. in college. I mean, executed perfectly. Yeah. Nobody, nobody saw it coming because we had the three timeouts. I mean, it was, it was perfectly called, perfectly executed. Gray did a perfect job of running down and getting it, and then just we marched right back down the field, scored the touchdown, got the lead by one. It's like, okay, I know there's a Hold decent on. amount of time Hold left. On. Thank goodness they we pushed them back enough that they had to try a long field goal that just oh. went outside. That was one of those where it's like, but and then man, our clock management. That was that was bad. Abysmal, I get because they ran it in the wildcat formation, snapping it to the the back. Which I tr- I trust that more than I do JG. It was because he fumbled against Kentucky and he fumbled against or they had the fumble at Missouri too. They yeah. so I, I get why they were doing it, but I would have sacrificed. I know they were snapping it like with eight ten seconds left on the play clock. It's like what what are you, what are you doing with the running yeah. clock? You're trying to end this game because Indiana yeah. only had one timeout. Right. So it's like I. I know they were trying to maybe see that they're not ready because they realize, oh, they're going to snap it with just a second left. Right. Oh, yeah, man. I've been there. But I would have sacrificed – I would have rather sacrificed them being ready. In the time. And knock the yeah. time off because when Indiana ended up getting the ball back, they should have only had about 30 seconds left instead of about the minute that they had. Yeah, I mean, do that one – do it on first down. Yeah. Not on first down, obviously, because of clock. So do it on second down. Yeah. Run up to the line. And they, th- you know, they think yeah. that you're going to be waiting, and then snap. And don't don't wait till not snap it right then. Yeah. And of course, yeah, Juwan Jennings definitely was short. I mean, they gave yeah. him the first down, and then they reviewed it. Th- yeah. That was he one where it was like, he wasn't oh, even yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. That was um, a gift I mean, spot. Yeah, but hey, that kind of stuff has gone against us all year. I thought yeah. they were going to give us one. Now you played line. <clears throat> what did you think about when we when they raced up to the line on fourth down, but then we got called for the five yard penalty? I guess Man, the center played, moved dude, the played, ball. I played. I played center in sixth grade in my senior year of high school. Um, thought I was going to end up playing center in college, um, but you know how that worked out. Uh, but man, it, and it, obviously it's different in high school. But I've got a lot of people's tweets and, I, and thoughts about it. I texted a couple of my buddies. There's never been a time that I've went to snap a ball that I didn't move it. See that? Yeah, that's what now, other linemen are saying. I've uh, Brandy Kennedy. Gets in a four-point stance, which that I've never seen. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm sitting there watching the game, like, man, why did not I do? Well, that? I don't think it was Kennedy. I think it was the long snapper that they like put him in instead. Because I don't think it was Kennedy in there. I could be wrong. Whoever it was, yeah. yeah. Now um, you can't do that. That is the rule. Right. I'm, I have never uh, not moved the ball, but that's not. I have got called for that same penalty before okay. in a middle school game, man. Like. <laughs> It was my first game in sixth grade. I walked up and just moved, you know, literally to get comfortable. It yeah. was first yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't to, to cheat nobody or nothing. And the ref threw a flag and was like, son, you can't move the ball. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Bro. I've been moving this ball all summer, and now, now you tell me I can't move the ball. All right. So I had to learn on the fly there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that would make sense if it wasn't Kennedy into somebody that's, that's kind of like the long snapper. Yeah. That's not used to that. That would make sense. Um, cause you know, that's something Kennedy wouldn't yeah. make that kind of mistake, but it is a rule. I have got, I have got flagged for it, but of all, every time, you know, the hundreds of snaps I've played center, I move the ball every time. Okay. So, but and Tennessee ends up getting the win, which yeah, w- was great. I yep. mean, it's always good. I mean, Tennessee, even under Butch Jones, we could beat middling big 10 teams. That's what we do, man. I've that's- been saying it all for weeks, man. What we do is, is go, Seven to five and beat the hell out of a, a Big Ten school. That's yeah. that's Tennessee football right now. Huh. 
So, but you you look at it, and it was one of these things. And I was even thinking this when we were losing, and for a while there, I was just like, I I just don't think we're going to even be able to score here because it just right. looks like we're out of it. Gray man. And then we come back, and again, gray. That's a great beacon of the future. Yep. But I always look at bowl games like this, especially these middle of the road bowl games right. where I just don't think it builds to next year winning a bowl game like that. So I, I don't know. No, normally, like I, normally, losing, I don't think would affect anything. So normally, I would agree with you one hundred percent, man. But with everything, you know, we can use this to, to bridge on what's come out just today. Yeah, I think us winning that ball game and showing the hey, we're on a national scale. We had this great recruiting class. All, you know, we had all these extra practices. We Tennessee ain't no BS. You know, we're not going to have a losing season. Yeah. You know, even if we start zero and two, we're like yeah. you know. Jimmy Pruitt proved he's a winner, and boy, the prodigal son has come home. <laughs> we'll get to Kate, that. Cade Mays, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it just announced today that Cade Mays, who was Knoxville Catholic product, yep. and had been Kingston, a, Tennessee boy, yeah, man, down and, the street, and a longtime Tennessee commit. He had committed yep. to Tennessee his for freshman a long year. time, and then after the last season under Butch Jones went south, he pulled it. Opened it back up and ended up going to Georgia, yep. which, of course, uh, Terry and Chase have been uh, want <laughs> to remind us all the time. Man, so man, you you got no idea. Like it's one thing like you get reminded, yeah, dude. I get I get talked about about Cade Mays every single <laughs> day because man, my dad knows Kevin, yeah, Kevin Mays. So like I didn't like know Cade's like you know years younger than I am, so I didn't like know Cade yeah. or nothing. But, like, remember him being a small child, like, mm-hmm. around, like, you know, do, doing his thing. So, it's just, you know, the, the dude's literally doing, like, doing it big and then left us to go to Georgia. It's the perfect thing for me to get ridiculed about <laughs> and have been for, I mean, since, since I've been to the joined Vegas Outlander. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, yeah, since we were back in, in diving off stages, bro. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, I've been hearing stuff about Kate Mays. Um, but the prodigal son came home, man. He's not the only. We got Amari Rogers yep. enter the transfer portal to come oh, home. Yeah, Amari. Really? Yeah, that's T. Martin's son. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he's been uh, at Clemson. And this was all announced today. This is all announced today. Wow. So Amari is he not playing in the championship game now? Then he uh, he entered the transfer portal today. Okay. I don't know what that'll mean about him playing. That's uh, crazy. But yeah, he he entered today. Um, he's filing hardship to to play immediately. Same okay. deal. With, with Cade yeah. and the craziness that old Kevin, you know, rest his soul, he's still alive. Uh, but rest, he lost, <laughs> he lost half a pinky. Yeah, rest his pinky soul, and that's how Cade's going to get to come, man, just immediately because he's involved with a lawsuit against the University of Georgia. So Cade can't play at Georgia no more. So he comes home. Wow. And we got his, he got his little brother. Yeah, his little brother was going to start next year, and older brother came in and took his place. That- and that's why it's I, I ain't mad at nobody. Yeah. I'm happy. And that's yeah. why it's good that we won that bowl game because momentum. Yeah, yep. exactly. I, mean, I think I think what that does is that proves to to a guy like Cade Mays that you know I'm sure that's their dream, man. Growing yep. up, I'll, you know they wanted to play together. That they wanted that to be their whole thing, man. 
Um, Didn't we lose the quarterback to Clemson? Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence wanted to come in that yep. same class. He was, a te- he was a Tennessee fan. Yeah, that's it's, what I he wears sixteen because of Peyton Manning. Man, it's but like we lost him because of Jones. Uh, yeah, a lot of yeah, things. a lot, a lot of things there. Uh, <laughs> we try not to think about it. <laughs> but I mean, T. Higgins was in that same class. Yeah. Man, we lost so many guys that are right either right here in our back. I mean, K. Mays was from Kingston, Tennessee. Man, played. Played high school football ten minutes from Neyland Stadium, and we lost him. Wow, that's T. Higgins is from Oak Ridge. Played fifteen minutes from Neyland Stadium, and we lost him. Amari, his son is our quarterback, or his dad is our quarterback coach, and we couldn't get him. So man, yeah, no. they're all coming home. Yeah, all these guys are coming home, man. It's, it's been a couple of years too late, but um, it's all going to work out, man. We'll see. It, it it's interesting to see. When you look back at this season, that bowl game was definitely a microcosm of the season. I mean, Ryan, yes. you've seen from afar. You haven't been on the show, but I mean, yeah. you've seen what's happened. This team, I mean, you can look back at our <laughs> the history of us doing this part of the podcast and talking right. about the Georgia State and the BYU game so, like, and did everything. Did you guys have any idea, like the first of the season, that we were going to end on this winning streak and go to a bowl game? I had a... Have lost all faith after those first so, two games, man. So okay, so that's a loaded question because I go into every week, uh, Shipley, saying Tennessee's going to win. Okay. I don't care. We could be playing the New England Patriots, and I say we're going to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, I picked us to go nine and three to start the season, but I'm also I'm a homer. I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm always thinking that we're going to do. I'm always thinking we're going to overachieve. And when it all when it all shook out, if we would have beat Georgia State and BYU, we would have been nine and three. Yeah. Playing, you know, in a better bowl, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but no, man, just like after we lost to, to uh, Georgia State and BYU, we were sitting here talking about us going one and twelve. Really? Yeah, we were staring like two and so ten. It was a depressing podcast for. Oh yeah, the, or one, yeah, one and eleven, yeah, so one, <laughs> yeah, and 12, two, one and eleven, two and ten, man. I mean, wow. that was we were staring that in the face. Like, well, for us, with me and Shibley, I always say we're the best ball fans in the world. Yeah, because we can make the best out of anything, man. We've been through it at this point. We yeah. can we can make a two and ten season really funny. Uh, and, and fun <laughs> oh, we would have. It would have been the funniest be depressing <laughs> podcast you would have ever heard. Great. Glad um, we didn't have to do it. Yeah, every I did, but I didn't. Watch. No, man. After those first two games, I did not think we were going to end up eight and five. Man, uh, I thought I did think we were going to go to a bowl. I mean, okay. I bet I bet money that we were going to go to a bowl uh, and then won. Um, I did not think we'd end up eight and five. Though. It, yeah, it definitely came that way. We still had that option of going to a bowl game. I, I had us predicted to go about seven or eight wins because again. It, Jeremy Pruitt and with the coaching staff that we had, plus some of these guys that we had, they they hadn't proven that they could put it together enough. I mean, we had really good wins against like Auburn and Kentucky last year when they yeah. were both ranked, but we hadn't put it together, and just, especially the way we ended last season, just getting inconsistent, getting blown out by Missouri and Vanderbilt. And then you go into this season, and I had optimism. I yep. Because, again, you get more under the system, especially opening with a game like Georgia State instead of West Virginia, which we had the previous year when West Virginia was really good last with, year. With, uh, who did they have? It was a Greer? Yeah, it was Greer. Yeah, Greer of the Cheater, yeah. Huh. On, on HGH and never sat out a game for it. That's really? wild. Yeah. That's, yeah. ESPN hates this, bro. Wow. So you, you, you had those things going into the season, and then you lose to Georgia State where it just looked like the, the team was just not prepared. And then you lose to BYU on a on a fluke play where right, Taylor lets the guy get behind him. Just we had dominated that whole game. We made 
so many mistakes, and we were still going to win that game until that play happened. That was Tennessee football, man. For and, the past decade yeah. is that game. And then you had the Florida game, right? You know, you had Chattanooga, and then the Florida game where we got blown out. But then that's where they had a come to Jesus meeting. Like right, yeah. Pruitt yeah. told the guys, "You trust me, you stay the course here," because that was around the transfer time where guys were could take a red shirt. Right. Like if you play four games. I think it's you play four games, but you can still redshirt. Still redshirt, yeah. And sit out the year, so that happened. But then Tennessee comes and they beat Mississippi State, and they and they win some more of these games, and then they go on this streak because again, those were the games that I just didn't know about: Mississippi State, South Carolina, Should've Kentucky, South Carolina beat Georgia. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. It kept them out of the playoff. Praise Kentucky God. completely huh. changed their playbook around with a guy who couldn't throw the ball. And, and then they win the Virginia Tech bowl game on a on a pass, which just drove me insane. And that's the 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 Bowden or Bowden. Do we ever decide Bowden. Bowden. Man, Bowden, that's like death for Tennessee over the past decade, man. Oh, you're gonna bring in a backup quarterback. Oh, and he's yeah. a runner. We're just dead. We make backup quarterbacks look like all Americans. Yeah, and that was the thing with Georgia State. We weren't ready for a running quarterback. So yeah, I mean, going into Kentucky, I picked us to win big. But I always do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the the confidence going into that game, um, I think I picked that one not exactly right, but pretty close. You were pretty close. Oh, yeah, that one was close. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, usually that spells death for us, but it didn't. And I, that's, that's, I think it's the Pruitt era. I think he's changing things. That That's the one thing. When you look at the eight or the 16 SEC games <laughs> that Pruitt has now coached, because he's gotten two seasons in the SEC, right. Tennessee has only been favored – Against Vanderbilt this year, all the other SEC games we were f- we were underdogs, right. and which we won insane. and we won seven of them wow. yeah, total, we, which yeah. is really good when you look at all of that. Are we just underestimated? Uh, no, nah, I mean yes and no, man. There's time. Do I ever think we should be an underdog to Vanderbilt? Heck, no. But I mean, it's like being an underdog to your little brother. Um, but yeah, I mean, last year at that point in the season, yeah, it was at their place. We had just gotten blown out by Missouri and looked uninspired and they were right. And we were playing Vanderbilt at home, both teams, whoever won the game got to go to a bowl game and they had like Shermer, who was just a really good quarterback for them. So, but yeah, I mean like this year, the Missouri game, we were, we were underdogs and I say in, in my opinion, we should have been favored, Yeah. but it's one of them things that don't really matter, you know, cause we don't, we we'll talk about betting here and I say, we always bet at the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the nice. podcast, uh, you know, hypothetically, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. allegedly, yes, allegedly, word. allegedly yes. betting. You know. I don't have to like go bring money in. Do I? I no, 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 you're fine. We're just giving you betting advice. Okay. Uh, sure. I don't bet on Tennessee games ever. Me neither. I refuse. No, I refuse. Does it make the game? Not I bet with my heart. It's yeah, not. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I bet with my heart, and then it's not fun. Yeah. So then we look at now going forward to 2020. We talked Cade Mays is coming. You've got a really good recruiting class already. Of and course, Harrison Bailey, man. Some of these guys look great. All those guys from Memphis uh, that yeah, they the, got. The line, that, yeah, we have a whole – the linebacking core we're going to have is reminiscent of when we had Reeves Mabin and AJ and, and those guys yeah. out there shooting guns in the circle drill. Yeah. Like just, you know, killing the game, man. So then you look going into next season. The big question, again, the things they're going to have to work on. They're going to have to find a way to run the ball. With the offensive line that we are most likely going to have, and Chandler, we'll see if he stays. And then you've got – I not. Yeah, and then Gray. I think the future can be bright running the football. Do we have four? Which I like. 
We have, other than Brandon Kennedy, who's an Alabama six-year senior, Alabama transfer, everybody else on that offensive line is a five-star. Dude. Yeah. That's in that's Tennessee of old. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we better run the dang. In the words that's of Sandra Bullock. That's a full line right there, yeah. Yeah, and exactly, man. In the words of Sandra Bullock, run the damn ball. <laughs> yep. Who's going to be our quarterback? See, that's, that's the big it. question. Yes. Is Shipley. it going to be Garantano? Is he, is he going to be there? Is he going to be this guy go that pro. now you have it? He's not gonna, he can't go pro. He's the, he was the second most well, efficient yeah. quarterback in the SEC, bro. Y- yeah, but the, now look, even, now they, with Fromm leaving, he was the most. Yeah. Which is but insane. He, he's not going pro. And then, but then you've got Maurer, who <sighs> has shown some really good things. Yeah, but again, he showed why he, they really wanted to redshirt him. Right. Because he was showing a lot of things. He, you look at that Mississippi State game that he started the first half. Right. We should have been up much more in that game, but he threw two picks in the end zone. Right. You just and both of them were throws that you can make in high school. Like yeah. as a senior in high school, you throw that to your receiver and he can just clown the D back. Right. That's not going to work against a Mississippi State defense yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, those are yeah, it's just so. Yeah. Weird. I think Shroud is the. I mean, Shroud better hit the transfer yeah. portal, bro. <laughs> like you better find somewhere. He's going to be like Nathan Peterman yeah. leading Pitt to be, you know to a championship. You, you're going to have. It, you're not going to get anything new. I don't think you're going to get any new information going into spring. And again, uh, one of these guys could decide to transfer. We could get a lot of new information that we just don't uh, have yet. I think Shroud's gone. But going into the spring, I don't think we're going to get any answers. I mean, you're going to watch the orange and white game, and there's going to be nothing right. i'm sure i mean we'll do a show and we'll, we'll talk about yeah, we'll it. see all three but yeah we'll see all of them and but then you're gonna i i'd like to think that they're probably gonna go with garantano if he stays because again you've got the senior guy that they feel like they can then depend on we'll see as the season goes because you look at the schedule and i've got the schedule up on my phone you've got you're opening the season against charlotte which should again be a win but I'm going to be so leery because of what happened with Georgia no, no, State. I'm not, yeah, no, no, yeah. But then it's at Oklahoma. <laughs> now, again, we'll see. They lost Lincoln. Is Lincoln what's his Lincoln face? Riley's still he's there still as there. of right now. He, he'll be gone. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, are they going to get another transfer quarterback? We don't know. Yeah. JT Shroud. So we'll we'll see where that is. But, again, I'm that's to me – I still think Oklahoma is at a level that Tennessee's not at yet. It no, could surprise man. me, but I don't see it. I don't think we're there. Then we, uh, we've got, yeah. I mean, depends on quarterback play. And then we've got the Purple Paladins of Furman. Heck yeah. Which will be a win. And then you've got you've got Florida. You've got the Florida game. It's in Knoxville, but again, especially with Georgia losing as many people on their offense as they've lost through transfer portal and graduation and from going to the NFL. Florida, I think, is the team to beat right now in the yeah, East. They, they just reloaded. Yeah, and and Mullen knows what he's doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, sad. look what he did at Mississippi State and what they're trying to just get back at Mississippi right. State. And then this is where the schedule kind of changes a little bit compared to last year. You've got Missouri now up in October. Yeah, that's good. I which like is interesting. I like having a team that it, that Murderers Row just Florida, Georgia, <laughs> Alabama, Alabama yeah. all of that has it's just been Auburn this you know just sprinkling in there has been brutal. So I like throwing. I, I don't want to call them a lesser team, but they're just one of I these mean, that's is, not. You just call it what yeah, it is. they're Missouri, not. Missouri is the, not a Florida. They're yeah, not an Alabama. 
So that I like. And then you've got South Carolina. That's at South Carolina. And we'll see what they're doing. They seem to be in flux. It looks like Tennessee has just vaulted a lot of these teams, especially with this recruiting recruiting class and everything. You've got an off day. You've got an off week before the Alabama game. So the Alabama game is now on the fourth Saturday in October, but it's in Neyland. And we'll see. Alabama's got to fix that defense. They're in shambles, dude. They've got to fix it. That's crazy. I never – I mean, it's not that I, I knew Alabama would fall off eventually. Yeah. But I thought we'd have to wait on, on Nick Saban to leave. The end of the year ranked, like, what, 12th? Yeah. Wow. I'm st- that's insane. But I'm still picking Alabama right now to win this let's, game. Let's, we'll see where we're at. <laughs> we'll see. But then you've got at Arkansas, who's rebuilding again. Uh, again. The, again. Even though it's in in Fayetteville. Then you've got Kentucky, and then at Georgia. But it's So it's Georgia November 14th. Oh, late. So it's oh, wow. Georgia late, yeah. which is going to be real interesting. I because like that. that was the big thing. I always wanted to play Florida at the end of the year, especially during that Tennessee the big Tennessee-Florida rivalry time when Spurrier was there. Right. We got it, but it was because of 9-11 in 2001 yeah. where they moved the game back. Um, so you've got Georgia late, which could be real interesting. Let me let me paint a picture for you. Imagine we got to beat Georgia to get to win the East <laughs> yeah. to go to Atlanta. You bro. could have that, depending, again, on what happens with some of these other teams. Then you got Tennessee has joined the cupcake non-conference opponent at the second-to-last game of the season. I hate this. hate it so much. You've got Troy. Yeah, I mean, I hate it too, man. But look at look at the, the ringer we've I know. been through. I, 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 we're not fighting for – I mean, yeah. to me, yeah, we're fighting for a national yeah. championship next year. And it's at Vanderbilt after to to end the season. So, I mean, right. you you look at these games, Oklahoma, I'm I'm calling a loss. Florida, I'm calling a loss. Alabama, I'm calling a loss. The rest of them though can be up in the air. Not so, too. you're looking at a 9, you could look at a 9 win season at that point, which would be progress because again, Oh yeah, 9 and 3 next year. Yeah. Shoot, if we go 9 and 3 and then win a bowl game probably against another middling Big 10 team, Michigan that would be that would be improvement especially after the way last season started yeah, the way we rallied yeah. so i would love be that huge uh, i think we're going 15 and 0 winning a national nice. championship of course yeah, yeah. yes sir now i mean if you had to put a gun to my head and make a real prediction i think we go 10 and 2 man uh dude i think our loss we lose to oklahoma early um and i think alabama bites us dude we yeah. we can't get over the saban hump nope um, I do think that in twenty twenty one, I think Pruitt's got his number, man. I think we be Al- we we in that streak down there. Uh, in twenty twenty one, yeah, that would be really interesting to see. I say ten and two. <laughs> okay, all right, Ryan. Do you have a prediction? I think nine and three sounds okay. Realistic. We'll we, we'll hold you to that. We'll bring you back nice. in, a, in a year and be and and tell you how either correct or wrong you were. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's uh, right before we we pick the uh, championship game and talk one more thing. We got to thank, of course, here at uh, Outlander Media. We've got to thank Joe Shirt and JoeShirt.com, oh, yeah. making those shirts and banners and all the other great Everything. things. They've been doing this for over thirty years, right here in Knoxville. Hit them up; they can make you look beautiful. Put it on a T-shirt. You got an idea? Put it there. They can help you with it. They're great. They're comfortable shirts. And, of course, Otherworldly Coffee. Use the code OUTLANDER in all caps. As I've mentioned before, I sent some to my sister and her husband for Christmas. Yeah, how'd they like that? So they they haven't told me yet. So we'll see. Hopefully they give me a good glowing review for them with that. But, again, you've got the the Bigfoot blend, the Mothman blend, the Firebird blend, which is just – they're insane. They're great. 
Uh, so check them out again, otherworldlycoffee.com. You're going to get 20% off if you use the code OUTLANDER with Outlander. all caps. Yeah, all caps. Yeah, so you got to thank them. Of course, uh, other things, of course, here at Outlander Media, outlandermedia.net. Got to check out the other great shows. Of course, you've got DLC yeah. Respawn. DLC Respawn is pretty good. You just yeah. had your, uh, yeah. what was the last episode you guys had? Just the uh, 2019 recap? Yeah, we did the recap. Uh, Boston yeah. being me. We picked our top five games of the year. Talked about what we Thanks going to be the big games of 2020. Um, great episode. We have really good guests to come on. Um, hopefully, we're going to have you in yes. February. Yes, yeah, I'm looking gonna forward tra- to that. We're going to get Trey back. Yeah, man. Trey yeah, was talking about episode. Madden, bro. Yeah. Madden 2021 game of the year. <laughs> So you've got all that. Of course, we've got Halfle where just if you listen to the uh, yeah. the Christmas episode, I'm not going to call the whole title because we oh, we don't swear on this on, show. Man. So it, we can beep it. We, <laughs> I'm not that talented not, yet over not, here. So, but you you know check you those was on out. There. It was fun. Oh, man. it was it great. Was a blast. You've got Deadbeat Radio. You've got Scared Stupid. Uh, again, DLC Respawn Geeks Inherited to the Earth. Just so many great shows and more coming yeah, this man, meeting we, we just had, meeting had today, oh it's so fantastic big things are on the way a new episode of geeks i'm on too and we're going to talk about rise of the skywalker oh, oh yeah that'll yeah. be good. we've even gotten more stuff coming from modern day gladiators oh yeah horizon. you know we're not going to touch base on none of that right now no, there's we got more coming for you bro things in the pipe so it'll nice. be great but now let's move to a couple of things first we're going to stick with college football because this is the college football normal podcast uh the championship game Oh, yeah. You've got LSU and Clemson, yeah. Tigers versus Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Death Valley versus Death Valley. Death Valley versus, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've Cop got cats. some of the greatest fan bases that you've got. Right. You've got in in New Orleans, in oh. so it's not the Sugar Bowl, it's the championship game, but it's right. happening in the Superdome where, I mean, there's been great football played there for it's, so long with be a title home, games. It's going to be a home game for, for LSU. Oh, for sure. I still think Clemson's going to travel <laughs> no, they'll, tra- well. they'll travel well, it'll, but it'll be 60-40. Yeah. Man, man. Yeah. Bourbon Street is just probably already insane. <laughs> man. Uh, they, uh, the last um, the last playoff game LSU was in, they uh, where the team was staying and where like, they yeah. designated all the parents and, and mm-hmm. all the fans stayed. They bought them out of, of all bottled beer at five o'clock the day before the game. <laughs> wow! That now LSU, what, yeah, yeah, oh, we're yeah. going to New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll be all right. So you've got all of those things happening. LSU, I mean, Joe Burrow looked amazing against Oklahoma yeah. and just what Lights eight touchdowns, out. seven of them throwing in the first half. It was instant. It was, I mean, that was video game numbers. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that gets tossed around all the time, and yeah. I see it. And I'm usually like, yeah, it was a good game. But, man, that was truly video game numbers. And then you had Clemson uh, beating Ohio State, which we thought win. was going to be the better game anyway. But it showed, again, Trevor Lawrence is clutch, too. Yeah, the man. guy knows how to play football. And, yes, there were some controversial calls. Yeah. I, I talked about that last week on, on the show. So you have those things happening. But – it still shows to me that Clemson, yes, they played the longest preseason ever. We talked right. about that plenty because the ACC was terrible. Yeah. You still have this game, and we I think we both had both of these teams in the finals anyway yeah. when we made our bowl picks, yeah. but where do you see this game going? I think LSU runs away with it, man. I think Joe Burrow uh, goes down for this game, and it's so weird to say this if you look back at the year that we've had. 
I think Joe Burrow ends up going down as one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play the game off this one season. He man. had one wow. season just like Cam Newton had right. uh, a couple of years ago at I, this point. I think Burrow has another like six, seven touchdown game out of something that Clemson's got the defense to keep up with him. Um, and I think the LSU's defense uh, – I mean, Trevor Lawrence is great. Uh, I think I don't think they're going to shut him down. I don't think, you know, LSU's going to win by 70. Uh, do you know what the line is? The line is LSU minus six. All right, last one of the year. Yep. Shapley, uh, here's here's kind of okay. here's what I want you to do. Okay. Right. Oh, here's also not, here, before you do that, the over under sixty nine and a half. Ooh, okay. That's 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 <laughs> tough. That's tough because I think LSU's defense is going to play Clemson tougher than that. Here's what I want you to do, Shapley. Okay. I want you to go to the bank. Tomorrow morning, and I want you to take out a loan for as okay. much money as they will possibly give you. I don't care if you got to get another mortgage, sell your car. I don't get as much money as you possibly can and bet it on LSU for my. You said they're minus six. Yep, man, they're gonna win this game by three touchdowns, minus bro. Minus six because everything I've heard is LSU is amazing this year. Yeah, so that's that's the way betting works. When they're minus six, that means that they're favored to oh, win okay. by six. Yeah, bet yeah. weird. I don't I don't know okay. why it's that way. I just know it's that way. Yeah. If you bet on LSU, they have to win by, by more than six. Yeah, so a touchdown. Think LSU's gonna win by I think yeah. LSU's going to win by three touchdowns. Really? Yeah. No, that's, I'm yeah. telling you to bet bet the farm, yeah. bro. Go make that money and then split yeah. it with me. The way, the, advice. the way casinos come up with that line is yeah. they try and find a number that will get equal betting on both sides. Okay. Because that's the way they make their money off the VIG, off that extra little bit. Like, if you bet $100, they're going to keep 10 of that. Right. For you placing the bet with them, yep. so they, but then they have to pay out everything else. So if you get it even, then they just make all the money off the vig. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like when <laughs> well, I wish we knew what the biggest line this year was. I think yeah. it was Western Carolina and Alabama, something like that. Yeah, that line was like sixty points. Oh God! And and they didn't cover. So if you could have bet Western Carolina to keep it within sixty points and bet a million dollars on it, if you had it and you made money, okay. Um, so yeah, no. But when you get in these national championship games and it's just a touchdown, I think LSU is yeah. going to to run away with it, man. And then the over under is when you bet uh, the over under at sixty nine and a half. You bet on um, the point total either being over okay. that or yeah, under. Yeah, yeah. So that one now and that's it's, probably going over sixty nine anyway, right? I, that one, I don't know, man. I yeah. think that – you don't think Clemson's going to do – I don't think – I think that LSU's defense is going to play Clemson tighter than that. I think that – because it's 35 points apiece. I think That's LSU, 70, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. LSU is going to score more than 35 points. I just don't think Clemson's going to okay. make you know hold up there. Yeah. Uh, final score prediction, do you got one? So my prediction – I'm a little different. So, because we talked about this when we did our prediction show, Brett Venables is the defensive coordinator for Clemson, and he has dialed up some great things. I mean, he was able to keep Tua and that Alabama offense last year bottled up. Like, they weren't able to do a lot. They had some be- – I mean, their whole defensive line is in from that team is in the NFL right now. So they were very good. But he's had all this time to think about it, and I think he can come up with enough stops – to slow Joe Burrow down, I I picked Clemson, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I might oh. go down with the ship with this, oh. <laughs> but I've got it. I've got it. Clemson 38, and I've got uh, LSU 35. So that's my pick. Boo. Just be- and again, 
I really think Trevor Lawrence can play some football too. Clemson, and they've been playing this, even though they're undefeated too, and they're the defending national champs, but Dabo Sweeney, their head coach, was just playing so much of a, oh, we've been disrespected because of our schedule and everything. I do think it's apropos. Both of these teams undefeated, so the national champion in the 150th year of college football is going to go 15-0. and Oh, that's, yeah. Nice. That's, I do find that really cool. That's a good, yeah, that's it's all cool. work, dude. It's, it's all work. It's, it's totally okay, fame, dude. <laughs> So, uh, I don't even want to get that makes yeah. me want to throw up <laughs> just thinking about it. So Ryan, do you have a, a a pick? Well, I have to be loyal to the SEC. Okay. Yeah, just uh, okay. I'll give uh, my pick class. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Shipley. Yeah. So Go I ahead. Think LSU is going to win. Yes, sir. Come I on. think it's. I'm going to say thirty be on here every five week. <laughs> to twenty one. Okay. okay. So yeah. that's 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 a good, I feel like lead course right now. It's a good pick. <laughs> it's a good pick. <laughs> right there. Where's my head? Uh, I'm gonna put it off. Man, I think it ju- you're right. It just means more, man. Clemson's not seen nothing even close uh, to SEC football, let alone LSU. I think the way that the Ohio State jumped on them early uh, and Clemson was able to come back, I think that a more disciplined team like LSU with, with that order on, it, it keeps them down and doesn't let them back up. And LSU's got the offense to keep scoring. Yeah. So I think it's 49-17 LSU. Uh, okay. Go Tigers. Well, we'll see. We'll definitely talk about that because we're going to get together to yep. preview the Super Bowl yep. Uh, yep. definitely in a couple of weeks. Heck so yeah. we'll talk about it all then. But before we get out of here, I just wanted to say this real quick because, again, wrestling fan, we've talked plenty of wrestling yeah. on this. on this. And, Ryan, I know you're yeah, a big yeah, wrestling yeah, yeah. guy too. But uh, we got to say, uh, and I'll play the theme here. I played it the other week, but I got to do it again. This is this is good stuff here. It's a new Japan guy, right? Oh yeah. This is Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. Who he for uh, he just had his last matches over the weekend at Wrestle Kingdom. Two nights, seventy thousand people in the Tokyo Dome combined wow. from both nights. Just amazing wrestling. I watched it all on New Japan World. It was totally worth the nine hundred ninety nine yen <laughs> to do it. But, and again, you he opened the shows both nights, and then they had their New Year's Dash, which is the Raw After Mania. They had a big old ceremony for him to lead off the show. Right. And I'm sitting there bawling. Yeah. Oh. Like, it was just amazing. I mean, he's one of the greatest light heavyweights if you've ever seen in professional wrestling. If you were a big fan of tape traders back in the 90s, yep. and I was a little bit part of that in the early 2000s, watching those Super J-Cups back in the day with him and... And Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, the great Suzuki, Shinjiro Otani, all these guys. It was amazing to watch. I mean, one of the he and Rey Mysterio are the two greatest mask wrestlers, right. uh, especially the lightheads. You might throw in El Santo from right. back in old Mexico wrestling, but it's amazing. So now these two are the ones that broke in the mainstream. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Gotta have that last song. Great theme song. Sounds like a well. It's based off an anime. That's yeah, where it, it all sounds, came from. Yeah, it sounds really like uh, real, real, almost <laughs> Japani. Oh yeah, it sounds really Japanesey, which was just great. And then of course the main events. You had double gold dash. So you had over the nights the intercontinental and heavyweight championships were on the line. Amazing matches. Tetsuya Naito, my boy from Los Ingobernables de Japón, beating. Jay White to win the Intercontinental Championship, and then you had Kazuchika Okada is on another planet. Right. You, I just that's why I just hope at some point AEW and New Japan just bury the hatchet and start yes. working together because yeah. more people need to see Okada wrestle. Right. He had a great match with Kota Ibushi the first night to retain the world title, and then Okada and Naito wrestled 
the next night for both titles and Naito getting the win finally and cashing in and becoming the top star that he's always wanted to be. Right. It was a, it was an amazing moment. It was great wrestling all night. So check it out on New Japan World and it's amazing. But again, Jushin Thunder Liger, just one of the greatest competitors of all time in wrestling. He's oh, going sure. to be missed. Yeah, did he ever break in the states? He did. He had he wrestled in WCW a lot. He had the first match okay. on Nitro ever. Okay. Ever match okay. on Monday Nitro was him and Flying Brian Pillman. Really? Oh, yep. Nice, man. And he wrestled uh, last time he really came over here. He was with the WWE once. It was the first ever takeover Brooklyn. He wrestled Tyler Breeze. Nice. In, wow. in the great, you know, that was a great match too. So and, that was kind of recent. Yeah, and he's over fifty. He wrestled a guy named Taiji Ishimori, a real young guy, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. junior heavyweight title that he's won like eight million times. Right, Could yeah. still go. It was like a four star match. I mean, he's not like some yeah, of these old like wrestlers. Jericho. Fifty years old. Yeah, he's, he's still, still yeah, yeah. crush, yeah. crush, yeah. the face of a company. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've got all of that. So thank you guys for uh, embellishing me a little bit with that. Oh, for sure. But yeah, uh, we're going to awesome. get out of here. Uh, we had this meeting. It's been a long uh, Outlander day right. here yeah. at the studios. But uh, Ryan, thanks for hanging out. And thanks I can't having me. I can't wait to be on DLC Respawn. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So, uh, And where can we uh, catch up on, on uh, the social medias and anything? Uh, Facebook, just uh, Ryan Chipley. I post a lot of good dog memes and stories <laughs> about my Uber and Lyft. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I do good Facebook. Excellent. Good Facebook. And Trey, of course, you're... Uh, I, I don't do wholesome Facebook uh, huh. or wholesome Twitter or wholesome Instagram, for that matter. Uh, but it's just at Trey Pack, T-R-E-P-A-C-K, and real easy to find. Excellent. And, of course, I'm at Michael underscore Shibley on Twitter. And, of course, you can find all the modern-day Gladiator stuff on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram. But until next time, uh, adios, too sweet. Love you. See ya. See ya. Bye. That's a fun podcast. <laughs> There's parts of it where I wasn't even talking because I was enjoying I listening. love how that part's going to be in <laughs> That's going to be in there. Leave it in there. Oh, I'm totally leaving that. This is a fun podcast. <laughs> that's, that's so No, there was parts where I was just sitting there going, this is really